Hello, everybody, and welcome back to week 18 of the NFL season. This is Chalk Talk. I'm joined by Corey, Alex, and Nick. Today, we're going to be breaking down the DFS main slate. We're going to skip the Saturday slate just because too many unknowns right now. Um, we, that would have to be its own separate video if we were to break that down. Uh, so we're going to focus on the main slate. Um, it's a big one. Lot to talk about. There's a lot of unknowns in this as well, but there's still we know a lot of teams that do have something to play for. And honestly, I think that's where people should kind of stick to this week is the teams that you know are gonna be playing the full game. And then the teams that you know are not gonna be playing the full game, you can take stabs at some of their backups, but I would really avoid the the games where you don't know like where they could just be pulled at halftime. I, I would strongly avoid some of those. So we'll talk about that. Uh, we're doing a giveaway. So uh, if you uh, in the comment section, if you can comment the highest scoring team this week, we'll be giving away a 20, what was it? 25, 20, $25 gift card to Amazon. Uh, no one's won it yet. Haven't had really many comments, but finally we're announcing this at the beginning of the show. So maybe someone, will comment uh this time uh i don't think i'm missing anything here i think we could uh jump, jump into this right in. all right well first game up we have this is one of the first kind of unknowns because we have green bay going into detroit we think there's a good chance rogers will play like a half or the starters will play a half um but then they could pull their starters if they have a comfortable lead or just for, for health reasons, they have that one seat secured. This is probably more of just Rogers, maybe throwing for one or two, just kind of securing his MVP here. Uh, so what do you guys think? What are, you, what are some plays here? Staying away from this one. I feel like the, if Rogers does play for a half, which is still even an uncertain thing to say, like they're going to take a lead and it's against the lions. So I don't, I don't love the game script here. Um, and you know, this early in the week, it's kind of hard to tell too how much you're going to get of like, even some skill players like Devonte or Aaron Jones and AJ. Right. Even. So um, probably avoiding this one, but Corey and Nick, you guys got anything for this? Yeah, I like the running backs in this matchup. I think A.J. Dillon is probably like the safest play from this game. Um, at 6200 bucks, I think they're probably going to rest Aaron Jones debatably the whole game. Uh, we know A.J. Dillon's got a lot of talent for a backup as well. So I like that pick. And, um, you know, we've been riding Amon Ross St. Brown. Um cashed in the Millie maker last week because of him and Barrios, I think. So um, you, you finally see his price starting to go up and uh, I'm not going to bite this week at, at him as great as he's been doing uh, just because it's just such an uncertain game. I don't, I don't really think the lines are playing for much. I mean, we'll see, but I don't know for 6,800 bucks. I think there's just better plays in, in games, you know, teams are going for it. So to me, it's just too big of a risk there. So really just sticking to A.J. Dillon. Maybe a little DeAndre Swift too, but yeah, I was gonna yeah, I was gonna mention DeAndre, but they said last week that he's fully healthy and that he's gonna get a huge workload and he touched the ball like five times. Right. So, yeah. And 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 Dan Campbell said came out and said that he didn't want to play him in a meaningless game. So 
I mean, with that being said, why would he play him in this game yeah. going forward at 5,900? So, again, I think Alex is right. I think this is a game where, you know, you might be able to take a stab somewhere, like one of the receiving, receiving options for Green Bay. Like, I don't know. Let's see here. If so, say Juan Winfrey, <laughs> he would be yeah. the only, I think he's the only receiving option I had to consider just because they do play the backups. But well, I mean, St. Brown versus St. Brown. I mean, no one's talking about that. So. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I love the St. Browns. Yeah. Any so, relation there? Brothers, cousins? Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're brothers. That's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's not really a place where you I mean, you're not going to spend money on Devontae Adams for a half. I mean, it's just not worth it. So, yeah, it, maybe this is a game where you play defense. Yeah, I don't know. See, I, yeah. again, I think this is, a, this is a game where you just stay away from. Yeah, and like, you can't even go to, like, Jordan Love. He's still at 5,500. Right. It, it's you can only him. play him if Rodgers is just not playing at all. Right, like um, if that news came out for some reason, like you, you can't even really go to the well with that. So no, not at all. I don't know. Yeah, Moving on here. <laughs> to me, it's it's uh, just I, I think Patrick Taylor's in play, a running back at four K. If they do announce, like let's say Rogers plays, um, but he's just in for some, I don't know, MVP run, and and then they just kind of let Dylan and Jones sit. Patrick Taylor's going to play the whole game at four K. I'm. I'm kind of interested in that uh but yeah other than that uh, Jawan Winfrey is thin play but it, yeah it's really thin but if they do rest the starters I think he's my favorite uh receiver but nothing on the lines I don't think uh next game we have Indianapolis going into Jacksonville so we do think this game both teams should be playing their full like the full game obviously the Colts are and the Jags are just trying to play spoiler here um Corey Mr. Colts fan I know uh, obviously there's some plays in here uh what do you think I mean every week it's Johnson Taylor I mean you can't get away I mean 9300 he's one of the most expensive players on the slate this week but going into Jacksonville but really paid for that much money since week 13 so that's what I, my point is sometimes with playing and fading him is he's he's become since Derrick Henry has been injured, he's become the new Derrick Henry where he can just break a slate because he gets his 130 and two touchdowns and they ca- he finally catches the ball or he if he gets just even 100 yards and a touchdown, he's not paying off his price. He needs to hit the box twice pretty much to hit, pay and get over 100 yards. Yeah, I mean, last last time the Jaguars they played, he had he had twenty two carries, one hundred and fifteen yards and touchdown. And then he also had six receptions um, yeah, as well to go along with. That's what JT. It's like it was same with Derrick Henry. Whenever he started getting involved in the passing game, it was just that. I mean, you're dead yeah. if you have him. But when he's not, you're kind of dead if you did play him. I don't yeah. Know. So I mean, yeah. I'm I'm gonna keep dying on the hill. I think. I mean, I love the guy as a player, as a person. Obviously, he's on like my Colts. So I enjoy him even more, but I mean, in a spot where you have to win to make it into the playoffs, um, like you're going to stick with your best player, your bell cow. And I think this is a spot where, you know, he does it. And last week, you know, against the Raiders, obviously Carson Wentz was, you know, he was health or healthy enough to play, but I mean, he cost the Colts a game. He played terrible. Um, was he a better option than Sam Ellinger? Probably. Yeah. 
Um, but I'm just like now being after a full week, he's should be fully healthy now from COVID. So at 5,800, I mean, that's kind of, especially with the leverage, I think. Yeah. Especially with the slate where, you know, a lot of these big name quarterbacks may may not even be playing um, a full game at 5,800. You can get a nice little stack with him and Michael Pittman at 5,900 as well. I mean, Michael Pittman's kind of been blah the last couple of weeks. Uh, You know, he's been getting the receptions, but not the yards. And maybe, you know, this is the week where he breaks the slate and goes for, you know, if you want to pivot off Jonathan Taylor, I think it's a good stack to have. My favorite play from this game and uh, probably what I'm putting in the Millie maker is the Colts defense. They looked really great against the uh, Raiders last week. Um, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have to pass the ball a lot. So we like to play defenses that, uh, you know, are facing the pass a lot, good interception potential there. Um, And Trevor Lawrence is not very good as we know. So I, you know, I think Darius Leonard could feast on him, maybe get a pick six for a nice little Millie maker win for me. Who knows? But I kind of like Pittman at uh, 5,900 too. I think that's pretty good upside for that price. Um, against a really porous secondary of the Jaguars. So uh, he's a pretty interesting play to me this week. Alex? Uh, Jonathan Taylor, Evergreen. Um, I mean, you've got to at least have him in a couple of lineups because, like we were saying before, he can break a slate. So if you've got none of him and he does break the slate, you're SOL. Um, And to Nick's point, Darius Leonard, I saw some – insane stats on him this uh this last day or two 57 games 530 tackles 16 forced fumbles 11 interceptions 15 sec like the dude and like they've got him compared to like bobby wagner roquan Swipsmith, smith tremaine edmonds jeez i can't talk levante david like top tier guys and he's leagues above them in pretty much everything but tackles with bobby wagner so, uh, yeah, Colts defense, definitely a play against probably the worst team in the league here in the Jaguars. Um, so, yeah, I agree with both of you guys there. Yeah, I, I think uh, Taylor obviously will be one of the chalkier plays of the week, but I think, you know, that's fine. I, this isn't like last week. I strongly preferred Cup to Taylor. And I know it ended up, I think Cup only beat him by like 0. 0.1 or something. Yeah. But it, it was more of a, if you saw like there was like Singletary had a great game, like you had some of those cheap running back pieces that were in the optimal this week though, I think you can go either the either way. I think there's going to be some great receiver value just because of who teams that might sit starters. And I think there's going to end up being great running back value. So you could either, you can do either one this week. So for that reason, Taylor will be, um, in play for me this week like i'll have probably a decent amount of him i think the leverage off of taylor like in this game if you you know really just wanted to like get a ton of leverage is just pivot straight to wentz and Pittman because they should be pretty low owned um and that's like the perfect leverage because if taylor fails here it's probably because wentz and like Pittman are gonna have a really good game and so yeah i i could see myself doing that um and I think if I do do the Wentz Pittman stack, I think my favorite bring back 
might be punting at tight end with James O'Shaughnessy just because I always like targeting the Colts with tight ends. Um, Except for or, last, week they, last week, they did, they played pretty well against tight ends. Yeah, they did last week, but I'm just <clears> talking <throat> like at a larger sample size. They've just no, – I know. It hasn't been good. And, and then I'll also have Marvin Jones just in play. If I'm sta- – only if I'm playing Wentz and Pittman will I have Marvin Jones in a few lineups just because he has the potential to break a slate with his, you know, his play style. And then of course I will have some Colts defense. So. Yeah. Well, and you know, the, I mean, besides playing spoiler, the Jacksonville Jaguars have nothing to play. They have the number one pick right now. So um, I'd be. But no, they're still going to try to play spoiler. I think here. I mean, they might, but. Everyone's gonna be dressed up in clown outfits there in uh, the stadium because of Khan. They want him to fire the GM and start over, but we'll see. I'll be there, so. No, you're gonna go spread some I'm, COVID to the NFL. Well, yeah, if I if I can get out of the COVID protocols, I'll be yeah, at the game. Corey's got to clear the COVID protocols with the new <laughs> with the new protocols. He should be fine. Yeah, um, FBI is gonna be knocking on your door since we posted that on you know social media. You're you're doomed, guy. <laughs> All right, next, next game we have Washington going into the New York Giants. You know, hey, Saquon uh, had his best game of the year. Yeah, last week, hundred yards, hundred yards. Finally, week seventeen, still only put up thirteen points. The Saquon era is over. There's not much more to say. Yeah, I, I think that both these teams should be because Heineke still has incentives and. Like there, it's a divisional game. They're still gonna want to like end on a high note of some sort. I, I think at least these teams will play their starters, but I mean, there's still not much to bite here. Oh, I mean, no, Washington uh, came out and said that this is gonna be a young players game. Oh, okay. So this this could be a game where you see you know a little bit of Heineke, but then they pull him and they bring in someone else in. Um, at least that's what uh, Rivera said. So uh, I. I think this is a game where you can get really screwed if you're playing starters here because I think they can get pulled at any time during the game. Okay. So does that mean we get, we're going to get a Darius Geis sighting? No, you can't play on the team. Stop. Yeah, I don't think he's on the team. He's not even on his team. Remember, he was supposed to be so good. <laughs> yeah, they did. They did hype that guy up. Oh gosh. Um. Yeah. I mean, maybe there is nothing here. I, like there's no receiver on the Giants, no tight end. Like defenses, I guess you could play here, and that's probably it. I mean, this this would be we the week waste where... our time on this game. I mean, no. well, I'm just gonna say this. Maybe you throw week. in a uh, Sandro Platzgummer running back for the Giants. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> if Sandro Platzgummer is in the Millie Maker winning lineup, <laughs> talk about I'll, leverage. I mean, I that's your leverage play the play day. DFS again. Uh, this could be a Kenny Galladay game for just some odd reason. I don't know why. I'm just I'm just mentioning it because he hasn't done anything all year, and yeah. I know the Giants are going to be playing their their guys at least. But I was just I was just saying on the Washington side that that they might be switching people in and out. But I, again, I think this is a game where if you think in your head like, oh, this could be like a you know a decently high scoring game or whatever, just take like one piece from it. That's it. Yeah. I'm avoiding it completely. Yes. All right, next game we have Chicago going to Minnesota. Justin Fields looks like we'll be starting here. Um, I, you know, I don't think there's a whole lot here, but I think there's 
a few pieces that I think is both these teams should be trying. I think um, we have some head coaches that, like we said yesterday, playing just for maybe a future coaching job and just not. It's trying an to, interview. Let's be honest. Yeah, they're not trying to just go out there and just lay over. So it is a divisional game. Uh, so what do you guys have here? Yeah. I mean, even with the coaches saying, unfortunately, they're not on the field and the players are probably only going to be giving 75% for this game. Um, so I actually don't like playing a Dalvin Cook or Justin Jefferson. I think, you know, they tend to protect superstars, maybe sit out a drive here and there, and it's just going to affect their production. So uh, Wait, I think what, it's what's only the reason you think that they don't play the whole game. Just, you know, just like ro- they're just going to rotate other guys. In. You think, you know, they don't need to be on the field for, you know, for the whole game, running themselves into the ground. Um, I think they'll play, but, you know, they don't have the motivation and just the drive isn't going to be there, I don't think. So um, I, I think it's like more dangerous to play higher price players in this because of that. So I'm kind of fading Jefferson and Cook. But uh, I like Darnell Mooney. I think Justin Fields will try and get it going. But uh, he's had a couple, I think he's had three over three 20 point games with Justin Fields. So. He feels like a nice one at uh, 5,900. I also like uh, David Montgomery in this. We saw him do this last year where he these last, you know, three, four games of the season, he really, for whatever reason, just picks it up. Um, and I think with not a ton on the line for either team, other than, you know, maybe a, a next coaching job interview piece, um, you can see him fall into the end zone once or twice like he did last week like he didn't necessarily like he put up 64 yards on 22 attempts but he got into the end zone twice and so uh paid for that price there and at 6800 i think um compared to some other games where where guys aren't going to be playing for anything um i think if you want to attack this one i think montgomery is a great play yeah i'm i'm on the i'm, I'm on the fence with this game i I actually think that these teams, since it is a divisional game, I think they play it out. Yeah, that's um, right. I think that it's going to be um, like Jefferson might not play 100%, but I think he plays enough to be efficient enough to be able to, you know, um, maybe not pay off his salary, but enough to pick him if you are going to play Jefferson. The only issue is the Bears defense has been pretty good as of late in the receiving game. Um, and Actually, just in general, their defense has been playing pretty well. And, you know, the Vikings are, you know, they're, they're coming off a performance where they lost and they lost out in the playoffs, which is what it is. But I, I still think, you know, people are going to be playing. Um, this might be the last time you see Allen Robinson in a Bears uniform. So maybe at 4K, you know, he puts one up on the COVID, He lost like 10 pounds or something. Yeah, I know. He's not fully healthy. I was just out there but so i don't i don't mind i don't mind jefferson at 8100 i mean i think there's other places you can go but if you're trying to be completely different and think that you know a lot of people are going to be thinking like how nick's thinking like well i don't think he's going to play the entire game and what if he ends up playing the entire game and it's like you know 30 to 25 game or whatever it might be and he puts up two touchdowns so um it is a thought um and then kirk cousins 6100 um you know they are at home he plays better at home He's in a dome. I, I don't mind it at 6,100. He's, he's 
had a, a pretty good year um, all around with yards and touchdowns and stuff like that. Um, I, I, I like it. So I like Kirk Cousins. I like Jefferson in this game. For me, it's probably just David Montgomery and Jefferson. Uh, I think Jefferson's my favorite play from this game. I, I mean, Jefferson is so, so good. And I, the, the times that I'm worried about like wide receiver corner matches, cornerback matchups is when like the receiver isn't like an alpha. And I consider Justin Jefferson an alpha. And when you have an alpha receiver, uh, cornerback matchups don't matter as much to me. So I, I don't think anyone on the Bears can really stop Jefferson. Um, I don't think I'm going to play the quarterbacks from this game. Um, I guess I don't mind the tight ends here at their cheap price tags. Conklin at 4-2, Komet. Without Thielen, Conklin's target share has gone up. Um, and then Cole Komet, I actually like a decent amount um, just because he's really cheap. And Komet has yet to score a touchdown, um, and, and Fields does love targeting him. So that that's kind of where I'm at this game, uh, but not a, a whole lot. Next game, and then Vikings defense, I guess, just because we know Fields is prone to just really bad games. So I'm just going to have a little bit of Vikings D. Uh, next game, we have Tennessee going into Houston. Uh, this game is another one. Tennessee is going to be playing the whole game. Uh, they, they'll be playing their starters. Houston's here just to – play spoiler in the sense of like i mean what it, it's it's basically tennessee might not tennessee might not play their starters no, it's only if the chiefs lost to the broncos well yeah well i'm just but so. That, yeah, so they're most likely playing yeah, yeah. so if the, if the broncos beat the chiefs then yeah this game maybe just cross it out but likely the chiefs beat the broncos and then tennessee has something to play for so should be playing their starters the whole game um i don't think there's still a whole lot from this game um but i think there's definitely some pieces that have potential like they're slate breaking um pieces in this game i think at least to consider uh, are we gonna are we gonna talk about like uh davis mills here oh no he, he wasn't the one of the ones i think can break the slate <laughs> i mean at 5300 he's i mean that yeah, is the titans but he's a solid cheap option okay Okay, so you take away last week's game. Before that, he went 18, 15, 21, and then he had a three, and then he had 24. I mean, when he's had the chance. <clears throat> whoa. Whoa. He's had the chance. <laughs> COVID voice coming in. Uh, I don't I don't mind him. He's like, for what he's been doing, I mean, he's been solid for his price. Um, at 5,300, we know Tennessee's defense is not, like, the greatest. So I, I think it's a, kind of a look at um, – Especially if they're at home, he plays better at home. So, so I'm just I, guessing you would have to play Brandon Cooks in every Davis. Yeah, Russell. yeah, you definitely play Brandon Cooks with him. I mean, Sixty-five hundred. <clears throat> to me, it's more of like the Tanhill side. Like I, I don't, I just don't think I'm gonna play Tanhill just because his upside is like the Titans run the ball so so much. That's just how even without Derrick Henry, that's just how they like to play. So against Houston, I mean Deontay Foreman at five seven is quite a good play to me you know especially like you know they get a lead they're just gonna want to pound the like just pound it on the ground until they just walk away with this win and and not put you know some of their other players in positions to maybe get injured they're just gonna 
or run it a ton, I think. But I do think AJ Brown, you have to consider at 7K, like that dude. Yes. Can, he's like what we're talking when I talk about a player that can break a slate, I, that, that he's one of them. Um, so, I mean, I guess with having like considering, because I do like Cooks, like going against Tennessee, I've loved targeting this defense and the secondaries, and Davis Mills loves the guy. And so I, I do like Cooks a lot this week as well. Um, so if I do play a quarterback, it would be probably like Tanhill, AJ Brown, run it back with cooks. But I, I think I'm more just going to try to grab a piece of this game rather than stack it. Yeah. I, I like what you were saying about Tennessee here. Uh, I think the running backs are in a good spot too. I, I actually like Hilliard more just with the pass catching abilities. Um, really? But he's still, yeah, they still use them around the goal line. And I think what they're going to try and do is figure out which one of these guys they're going to play in a support role with uh, Derrick Henry once he's back. So I think they're both going to be hustling pretty hard here for a shot at uh, playing in the postseason once Derrick Henry gets back. So um, I think Hilliard's probably just a better matchup. He's a little bit different of a running back. So I'm just leaning that way a little bit. I think he's going to try and show some stardom here. Yeah, I, I lean more Foreman, though, for sure, because I, I think if he if you're talking about someone trying to show stardom, I think Foreman's a guy who might be on another team next year. And I think you've seen him put up, what is it, 200-yard games in the last three games here? Yeah, he had like 30 carries last week, I think. The, the Titan, that's what I'm saying. It's hard yeah. to play Tannehill, like even if – like that's why I think just like – grabbing the piece like whether like it's if it's aj brown that goes off it's probably not foreman so you pick yeah. one you pick the other mix mix in some of them both but yeah yeah i guess it comes down to what game script you think because that's a very good point pb uh you've got foreman putting up 22 fantasy points last week because they were up 34 to 3 and aj brown puts up like six but then the week before foreman put up seven and aj brown had like 35 right so do we think Houston's going to be able to give Tennessee any sort of a game? That, that, I don't even mind like a, a, a skinny stack, which is like, it's just a secondary correlation. So if you thought like Tennessee Houston shoots out, right. We don't really like the quarterbacks. Like you don't think the quarterbacks necessarily could be in the winning lineup. What you do is you can pick like a foreman, Brandon cooks, like mini correlation to where the, if the game's high scoring foreman could be in the winner and, Cooks could be in the winner, but the quarterbacks aren't. So when you when you play DFS, having your stack with your quarterback is important, but also having secondary stacks in your correlations are very important as well uh, in, in other games that you think can shoot out. So this yeah. could be a qualifier for a, a, like a skinny stack. Easier to get right about two games than to get right about six. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So next game, we have Pittsburgh going into Baltimore. Both these teams, there's a very small percentage chance either of them makes the playoffs. Uh, it ha- is the Colts game going? Yeah, we already talked about the Colts game. So it's happening simultaneously. So we're assuming both these teams still are, are trying to play for a win. It's Big yeah. Ben's last game. Like, we know he's probably going to be in the whole time. Yeah. Uh, and we don't know if Lamar is playing or if it's it's probably not Lamar. I, I Hasn't been at practice yet this week. Yeah, it's pro- so it's still probably Huntley um still like second time divisional teams play each other i think there's pieces that could go off but i mean what do you guys think 
I like Devonta Freeman here. Um, I think he could fall in for a couple of like goal line scores. Um, they hand him, I mean, he's, he's definitely the lead back there now and he gets a lot of red zone touches. He hasn't produced much in the last couple of games, but when they played the Steelers last, uh, 50 yards and a touchdown, uh, a couple of receptions, put up 20 points against them. Um, supposed to be kind of rainy, kind of sloppy weather. So I think could lean more on the on the running backs here. And at 5,200, I feel like he, he could find the end zone uh, once, maybe twice. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, like, I like Foreman. Um, I think my favorite play is <clears> – <throat> Probably gonna be Deontay Johnson. Still, I mean, at seventy six hundred, he is pricey. You but... wrecked the Ravens last time they played too. Like he was on the <clears> million <throat> maker winner last time they played. Yeah, and he just gets targets so, so much. I mean, Big Ben's always looking his way. And I mean, last week he went for like eight for like thirty, but he had a touchdown. I mean, that's all you need for. I mean, that's not ben, all you need. Big Ben throws the ball like two yards. Like it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, his arm strength's not there. So like. That makes me not like Claypool. I mean, he'll throw up like one, one or two deep balls at Claypool, uh, but that's about it. Deontay Johnson's just running like the, like the underneath routes. Yeah, Claypool five route times a game. So bad. Like yeah. the only route that he runs is a fade or a streak. Like that's yeah. the only thing he knows how to do. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, like he does have like he he can make some pretty incredible catches, yeah. but and he is a receiver that like. Well, I think all three of the receivers in this game, Claypool, Marquise Brown, and Deontay Johnson, are the type of player that can break slates because of how they play. But it's just about – I don't think this is a shootout, but it's just maybe picking one piece that could go off. Yeah. So, I like I like Johnson. I mean, quarterbacks – I mean, Big Ben, you, you've had a hell of a career. But I mean, when you go 24-46 for 123 and a touchdown, like, dude – they were trying to home get, game send off and they were trying to get you to like, you know, yeah. have like one of those, you know, Kobe game, big Ben esque like 500 yard, like five touchdown game. And you just couldn't do it. So, um, yeah, I, if anything, I'm just taking like a little piece from here. I like I love the four men pick. And then, um, I, I, yeah, I like the, uh, the Johnson or mean, Freeman, not Foreman, sorry, Freeman. Okay. Yeah. I think they're going to Najee Harris a lot here. Um, I mean, he had 20, he had 28 attempts last week, even with big Ben throwing it 60 times. Like he's kind of the focal point of that offense. I think that actually somewhat produces, I know is like efficiency metrics aren't the greatest, but the volumes, what you want to see in your fantasy guys. So, uh, I don't think that ends here against just kind of like right now they're playing very average, uh, defense in Baltimore. So. If it's a rainy game, I like that game script for him even more. So maybe he uh, jukes a few guys out and has another 50-yard touchdown run. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to play Najee from this one. But I don't like Marquise Brown. Uh, yeah. I don't think, you know, Hunley and him have a good, you know, chemistry going, and he probably is not going to be tossing them 50 yards like we need the Marquise Brown balls to be going. So yeah. I would fade him. Mark Andrews probably a play too, but yeah, for me, for me, I think this is, could be a pretty slow paced game just because Ravens like to run the ball a lot. The Steelers like to run the ball a lot. Could just be a really fast game. So 
I, I think I'm avoiding, I'm avoiding the quarterbacks. And then I'll probably just sprinkle in some of these guys. Like I'll have a few Najee lineups and a few Deontay Johnson and Claypool. I think, I don't know. The Ravens are, are, are tough. Like the Mark Andrews is like too expensive for me specifically to play him at tight end. And then at receiver, like I don't want Marquise Brown and I guess Devonte Freeman, but they still rotate a bunch of guys. I, it's, it's mostly an avoid for me, but I'll sprinkle in some of the Steelers guys, I guess. Uh, next game, we have Cincinnati going into Cleveland. It's already announced Joe Burrow will not be playing. They have a team total of like 15 points right now. Cleveland starting Case Keenum. I, I, I honestly just think this is like a, like literally like the Browns defense is probably like the only thing I would be playing from this game. Like I don't think you can play anything else. Defense is pretty banged up right now. <laughs> but I, I doesn't like it's um, more of playing the backup Bengals quarterback and backup Bengals guys. Yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of the Miles Garrett's taking snaps off and I'm not going to play anyone from this game. Just doesn't really mean anything. I think Cincy will probably just run Joe Mixon a whole bunch or oh, something. Mixon's I don't out. know. Mixon's out. He's not playing either. So, yeah, they, they, he's out. So actually, P. Ryan at 5,300. P. Ryan, I guess. He's going to play a whole game. I'll have some of him. So I guess Brown's defense and, and P. Ryan are like it. Is uh is Kareem Hunt gonna play this game? No, I don't think so. Uh, because I I don't think Chubb plays this game. Uh, he's limited, you know, ribs, chest. Um, we saw him take. He only played like fifty percent of the snaps last last week. Um, mm-hmm. and Darren Johnson is on COVID, so then it leaves you with you know Felton and Kareem Hunt. Uh, they might run the so, rookie Felton, see what he see what he could do in like a lead back type of role. This is so. This is what we're talking about. Like when news comes out, like let Chubb, Hunt, Johnson, like so they're all out, and it's just Felton's backfield. Like what is he four K? Yeah, like yeah, 4K. yeah. So I mean, it's just a, it's just a look at. Uh, so I that's the only thing really thing that interests me out of this because I mean, yeah, I'm not going to touch any of the tight ends for Cleveland, even though this could be like. No, there's no way you can touch a Cleveland tight end on 14 games late. Yeah, no, I'm just no way. Maybe Schwartz at 3200. Like we're talking, like we see, like you see these tournament lineups. Like you, you're needing like minimum of 20 plus, pretty much. Like oftentimes 30 plus, like at positions to like take down stuff. Like that's the yeah. Type of thing you need. So, all right, next game we have Carolina going into Tampa Bay. Um, you know, Tampa Bay, they said they're playing their starters, but, you know, if they have, like, a comfortable lead, then you could see them start taking them out. It depends. Like, Gronk, we talked yesterday about the incentives. Like, Gronk has, you know, if he gets seven catches and, and is 85 yards or whatever, that's another, like, million dollars. Um, and then, obviously, he needs the three touchdowns for the other half million, I think. But you could see definitely Brady – leaning on Gronk here, I think, especially now with no A B. Um I don't I mean Nothing, I, I kinda honestly, like Keyshawn like, Vaughn in this one. I think he could be good with Fournette on IR. Ronald Jones is questionable and yeah know, if he's out though I don't know if you can play Keyshawn yeah. Vaughn Jones. <laughs> but I think they're like I think they'll use him if they have a big lead. They're not gonna run Rojo so 
one of those very situational plays for leverage, um, but pretty risky at 5,300. So maybe you just, you know, fade that. I don't really like anyone on the Panthers. I like so. uh, cheap wide receiver play Cyril Grayson, 4,400. He's, he's been basically in the AB role in that offense. Um, and I do think, I do think, unless and what will likely happen is they'll get a large lead and then pull guys but um ba has said that they're going out there to win so um i think you at least i think you at least get more of uh, a chance at at a winner here than you would in like the packers game where we know the starters are going to play but like I think I think we get more Tampa Bay starters and potentially if Carolina can keep it somewhat close, like you might get a full game out of them. Um, so yeah, at 4,400, great zero Grayson, uh, I think could be a, a good cheap option at receiver. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to mention him, but the thing is, I think he might be, especially off last week, he might be pretty popular um, yeah. at, his, yeah, at his, his position. So if he's going to be popular, and, you know, Mike Evans misses, like, you know, you can go to Johnson, who's been there. You go to Perriman for 600 more. We're not saying Perriman's done much, but um, it's just depending on what, how this game, you know. The news breaks. Yeah, the news breaks um, to where to go with. Um, but yeah, I think Tom we're Brady, talking about the wrong side of the ball here for plays. For you, like, think, you think Carolina is the play? I, I, I think – like I'm not excluding Sam Darnold for my player pool this week. Like I, I love I've teams that have been playing like the, one of the biggest reasons why I loved Barrios last week was because they were playing the bucks, which one, they have a bad secondary and two, every team that plays the bucks is forced to pass the entire game. Like they have no choice. And, and because they have a great running defense, like teams are basically just forced into passing so much. And it's very condensed target share in Carolina. It's it's Robbie Anderson and it's DJ Moore, mainly DJ Moore. I absolutely love DJ Moore here. Like he's one of my favorite receiver plays on the entire slate. Um, and for that reason, I, I'm going to have to have some of Sand Arnold. Not a lot, but you know, because I think there's some other pricier quarterbacks that are in must wins that are, could be much better plays. But he's super cheap and he opens up a lot and. You know, I don't even mind like a double stack, like Darnold, Moore, Anderson. I think in that case, yeah, I think you always run a back with a buck. Um, I, I've not played Gronk like at all this year, but this is probably the first week that I will be for that, for those incentives, for those, because for, he, if he hits like 15 targets. I mean, like if, if, he, if he needs seven for 85, like you got to think like Brady like really forces that. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely will. And yeah. then touchdown, if he gets that seven for 85 and a touchdown, that's already 21 points. If he gets that hundred yard bonus, that's another three, like he's in the mid twenties and he's probably in the winner. Yeah. No, I like Gronk. I mean, I was on the Patriots last week or Patriots the Bucks last week. You know, I mean, so I didn't yeah, being on the Bucks last week, was, there was no Bucks that was in an optimal lineup. <laughs> Tom Brady, wasn't he? he Brady was the only, he because he got there, but <clears throat> AB was the most popular. He got out. Ronald Jones was the next most popular. He got injured early. Gronk yeah. <clears throat> a whole lot. Like, I don't know. So nobody's playing Le'Veon Bell? No. 
and you should not either. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I really do think that the Panthers are actually a pretty sneaky stack this week, but mainly getting like DJ Moore or even, I mean, I obviously prefer DJ Moore to Anderson, like, especially isn't Robbie Anderson is almost like in the five. He's, yeah. He's always oh, 4.5. I thought he was five, but I mean, DJ Moore at under 6k. I mean, that's, that seems real good to me, but you know, that that's just my, one of my favorite plays. So uh, anything else? Nope. All right. Next game. We have new England going into Miami. New England should be playing this whole game. They're battling for the division. Um, I still think there's pretty much, in my opinion, there's no plays here besides the Patriots defense. So that's all I have in this game. I don't like anything else. Yeah, I think uh, I called out Ramondre last week. And they obviously, I mean, you could have picked either running back last week and done well. But um, I don't know. He seems too too pricey. Too pricey this week against a good Miami run defense. Yeah, I don't like the matchup as much this week. Um, I'm fading this game. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm kind of on the same same uh, same wavelength as you guys. I don't I don't see many plays from here. Um, from the ball, it's just this is just a uh, yeah yeah. <clears throat> I mean, maybe Hunter Henry just because well, I mention him every week. Um, but I mean, he went three for five. I mean, he hasn't done much since the Colts game. So, but I just he's at where he's at. Price that I just I like it so. Okay. Well, uh, next game, we have the Saints going into Atlanta. We know this is this is a great game to target for on the Saints side because we know they're going to be playing the entire game. This is a must win. A lot of motivation. Um, so I'll go first just because obviously I'm, I'm the Saints fan here. Um, so Taysom Hill is one of my favorite quarterback plays of the week. I mean, he's probably the cash game quarterback at 6.2 thousand uh, going against the Falcons. He's in years past. He's always played well against the Falcons. It was Simeon earlier this year when they, when they played. Uh, but I mean, Taysom should be able to run all over this team besides AJ Terrell. We talk about, he's the only guy you really have to avoid, but the rest of their defense, like secondary is not good at all. Um, so, I mean, I don't think Terrell like shadows anyone like here. So I think one of Deontay Harris, Traquan Smith or Callaway could have a really big game. My favorite is probably Deontay Harris, just because one, he's only 3.2 K and he's been Taysom's favorite target. Uh, throughout. Taysom's? Yeah, Taysom. Taysom. <laughs> um and then, so, so if I'm playing Taysom, I usually always stack, but it's, it, this is a game where I really find it tough to have a bring back because Pitts is dealing with hamstring injury. There's a chance he doesn't even play. And then Russell Gage should just be shadowed by Lattimore. So I guess the, and then Cordero Patterson, the Saints have an amazing run defense. I know he got there last time they played with that long catch at the end. But I, I wouldn't bank on that happening again. So, I mean, if you were to play one Falcon, the only one I would say is that Ola Mead, Zach, Zach Amias, he scored two touchdowns against the Saints last time. 
Um, he put up like over 20 fantasy points, but that's how you, again, like that's how you have to beat the saints is with your secondary options. Cause Lattimore usually takes out the number one, you can't run. And then you have to beat us, you know, with your secondary receivers. And that would be what Taji Sharp and Zachamias. Zachamias. There's no M in Zacchaeus or something. I don't know, <laughs> but like, I, it's hard for me to even play that. Like, <laughs> For me, he's I, so I could, mad when he hears you talking his name like that. <laughs> Honestly, like if I if, if I, I, I it's gonna be tough for me not to play a saint in this game because like if I'm not playing Taysom, I'm gonna want to play Kamara because Kamara is a fantastic play here as well. He's First a price that's pretty good. Eighty three hundred. Yeah, but I honestly worry. I hope if Ingram's out, oh, I really love Kamara. But if Ingram's back in, you yeah. that's when it really it gets murky because they all vulture each other. Um, so that would probably make just Taysom my favorite overall play from this game. But I, I, you don't double stack Taysom. You only play him with probably one guy. I mean, and Deontay Harris is my favorite, but I will have some Traquan Callaway. And Saints defense, I think, is a, a good play as well. Not a great play, but Matt Ryan does throw a lot. Yeah. I think you should avoid a Tony Jones play. I did that once this year. Thought I'd throw it out there. What about what we should play? Not ones that no one's playing. That's equally as important, the process of elimination. All right, make sure you don't play um, – Play Bortles. Mike Davis. Jones. Like Bortles. Don't play. Um, I like I, I like the – if Cordell Patterson's going to be catching the ball in the backfield like he did last game against Saints, which, you know, he went six for six, but you called it out. He scored on the long touchdown to give him to get him there. Um. But Joey, if they're well, the last two games, he has nine attempts and two targets and seven attempts and two targets. Well, I mean, I, yeah, but those were different games. I mean, if the game trip goes his way this week, I mean, last time they played, I mean, you saw his stat. He, still, line, so. he, had, he had six targets, but he still only had nine rushing attempts and he had 10 yards rushing. It's a thin play, I think. But <laughs> you no, go. it definitely is. I mean, I've been off Patterson all year, but if, you know, it's division game. You know, they can play spoiler to the Saints as well, so yeah, they'll be highly motivated. So, I mean, I, I don't mind the Patterson play. 6,400, I don't think he's going to be very highly owned. Um, and then, yeah, PB, you kind of nailed it for everyone else. I mean, uh, the secondary plays for the Falcons. Um, Matt Ryan at 5,200. I mean, if that's he's only thrown the – I actually, like, thought about who are you stacking him with? Yeah, I mean – Patterson out of the backfield and then yeah I mean you just basically you close your eyes and you pick because you have I mean if anyone can de- decipher that then let us know because guys I would like to know the Falcons but it's gonna be a tough like especially with Pitts like that's gonna get ugly for the Falcons without having Pitts on the field I mean Gage shouldn't be able to do a thing like I just don't know how the Falcons can attack the Saints if especially if Pitts doesn't play um, I like their defense too. If I'm not playing the Colts and playing the Saints, Steve. Alex? Yeah, you guys covered it all. Let's go on to the next one. All right, we have New York Jets going into Buffalo. Very one sided game here, in <clears throat> my opinion. Like, like just, just saying, I don't think you need to have a run back if you stack Buffalo here, but we'll go ahead and start it off, Alex. Yeah, probably my favorite running back play of the week is Devin Singletary. I mean, pretty much play any running back against the Jets and you're 
probably going to do okay. And he has clearly separated himself as the guy in Buffalo. I also think to your point about being a one-sided affair, this could get ugly very quickly. And Buffalo is likely, unless they get like a three score lead, going to keep their starters in for most of the game because they still want to win this. Um, so Singletary for me is a, a smash play here. I know he'll probably be pretty high owned just given his price and the last couple of games he's put up, but um, I just don't think you can go wrong running with a running back against the Jets. Nick? Yeah, that was my only play. I'm not sure that I'll uh, see if Lightning strikes twice with Barrios this week. That's for yeah. sure. No, don't play Barrios. <laughs> not against the Bills. No. Yeah, that was a one-hit wonder. I'm glad we we all played it and caught that. But, uh, yeah, I don't think it continues here. I, I do like the Singletary call-out. It's had, like, four or five really good games in a row, and he's my favorite 6,000 uh, running back. So, uh, Josh Allen's probably my favorite quarterback this week by far. Um, I mean, if, he's gonna, if you're going to tell me he's going to run the ball at least 10 times this game, I mean, he's done that the last three or four games. <laughs> He's rushed. I mean, it's insane what he's doing. Uh, I mean, which really sucks for Devin Singletary because Josh Allen definitely took away at least one, maybe two touchdowns from him last week. But I mean, Josh Allen, I mean, is, you know, points 42, 21, 33, 23. I mean, he's, he's doing it. Like, even if he's having a bad passing game, he's still getting it done in the rushing game. Um, and, you know, they are going to be playing this entire game. He's going to be throwing the ball. Um, this game is was in it's in Buffalo, so if it's cold again, um, you know, literally play. I think you can get away playing Singletary and Josh Allen and not running back with receiver. Um, that's just my thought because um, they're both going to be running the ball a lot. Um, but if you are going to be playing a pass catcher, a pass catcher from Buffalo, um, I don't know. It's it it falls off after Stephon Diggs because. You know, you got Davis, Beasley, uh, and, you know, you got Sanders, you got McKenzie. So they haven't really established like a two, three yet. I mean, Beasley is there for the two, but I don't know. He doesn't really do much and upside wise. He I means volume, but he's not getting into the end zone. So if you're going to take a, like a shot at someone, I mean, you could go. I mean, I, I want to say Davis because, you know, of that one game, he went five for seven. Uh, for like 128 yards and two touchdowns last week, he went for three for three for 40. So, I mean, he is getting the looks deep threat, maybe. Um, but I, I think you just you can play Diggs or you can play Allen, you can play Singletary, and that's about it. Yep, for me, it's zero Jets. Um, this is a game where when you have a team total, like the Colts have the highest team total, but I think the Bills have the like they're tied or right behind them, and you know, if they're going to score like 30 plus points, you'd have to think like one of these pieces gets there. My favorite, I'm just going to stick with, yeah, kind of more of the chalk here. It's, it's, I'm playing Josh Allen. I'm probably just Josh Allen to digs. And like, I'm just doing like a skinny stack and, and no other plays. Or if I go the route of Singletary, I could see myself putting the Bills defense in that lineup as well. Um, I still like playing, I'll still play like Singletary without the Bills defense or the Bills defense without Singletary, but that's a nice little correlation. I mean, Singletary is primed. Like if he, if he gets the full allotment of snaps, like he's one of the best running back plays of the slate. I mean, 
at 6K, <laughs> projected right now for like 19 points. Um, and that's like even with Zach Moss projected for some. And Brita probably will sit out again. But yeah, I mean, this seems like it's Singletary's backfield and against the Jets. Like, my gosh. Yeah, it's going to be tough not to play like either the Bills defense, Diggs, or Singletary like in, in, in a lineup. So. Yeah, definitely going to have plenty of bills this week. Uh, next game, we have San Francisco going into L.A. Both these teams will be playing the entire game. Rams playing for that uh, number one in the division, and then the 49ers are playing to make the playoffs. So both these teams, entire game, a lot to play for. What do we got here? I mean, Trey Lance did all right. He definitely paid for himself last week, 20, oh, yeah. 20 points for 4,800. Yep. That was nice. Um, now he's bumped up to 5,500. But I think Debo is going to be the play here. Like, he's kind of been the, the go-to playmaker. I think uh, Elijah Mitchell's back. So, I think, like, he actually was running the ball when, when Eli was playing. So, it's like kind of a – a game plan they have to throw things off. So I like Debo a lot here. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, we talked about it yesterday. Cooper Cup has very attainable, but also very high um, incentives left. Was yeah. it like 13 well, catches, 160 yards, something like that? 12 receptions and 136 yards, and he'd break both of those records, the reception record and the yards record. Right. So obviously – How many points does that put him at? That would put him at 12 for 100. That was 16. With no touchdowns, he'd be at 28 fantasy points. So he's almost 10K, though. That's the only problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he is a he is appropriately appropriately priced right now. It is the same concept as Jonathan Taylor. He needs the thing about him is though, he doesn't need multiple touchdowns. Like we said, Taylor needs based off of just the type of position, he needs two touchdowns probably to get there. Cooper Cup could get 28 fantasy points with zero touchdowns. So it's different. That's why sometimes these expensive receivers can be better plays than the expensive running backs. But, I mean, what do you think here? Because, I again, you can't play Taylor and Cup in the same lineup, I don't think. No. Yeah. I don't know. It's a lot of money. But but I, that's why this week I'm, I'm, not, I'm not being pulled. Yeah. I'm doing both. I'm going to pay down at running back and get up to Cup pay up at Taylor get down to some other cheaper I, I feel like it's hard and you can't really they're both really good plays yeah, yeah. they're both very I good. think Jonathan Taylor has a much easier defense to go against well San Francisco I think that those corners like multiple corners now like out yeah mm-hmm. yeah they've been that secondary has been pretty banged up the this like last yeah. three or four weeks have no problem this so week. Well, yeah, that, we, we thought that last Crazy. week, and he didn't. I mean, Stafford didn't play very well, but yeah, he still got what twenty-two fantasy points. Yeah, yeah, twenty-one. Yeah, but they're both playing for something. Like the Jags are just they they need to lose to get the number one picks. So. <laughs> yeah, like you could see this one, like like I don't think it will be like a shootout, shootout. But I mean, th- this could be prime for a shootout. I yeah, mean, this is a playoff game. Right? Lance, it's an early playoff game. Lance will sling it if he like the dude. Is he playing? Yeah. Yeah. Play. He, 
Jimmy G came back in practice and uh, the report is that Kyle Shanahan said he looked really good. Yeah. Really? So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I, so, I'm I not playing. report that Jimmy G like couldn't throw the ball or something. No, no. he practiced, he practiced today and wow. uh, on DraftKings, it says Shanahan had good news to share with the media uh, at a limited practice uh, throwing session and looked good. Yeah, this well, is you don't you don't play Trey Lance, Trey Lance here with your playoff lives on the like on the I line. Think you you think you no, you don't. I do. No, you don't. You, I'm, I'm a Saints fan, so like I want them to lose, and I would rather see Jimmy G here if, as a Saints fan. I, I, think I, just, I think if Jimmy G plays, I love Kittle. I mean, he, he with Jimmy G still being like maybe not a hundred percent healthy. I don't know that he targets. And he doesn't anyways target downfield throws a ton. Um, so I think Kittle, even though he's a little bit pricier, I think people may be off of him this week because of the last two games he's put up pretty much nothing. Um, but if Trey Lance is playing, I would not play Kittle because they use him as a blocker 80% of the time. Yeah. Um, I like um, off the Rams side. I like OBJ as well. Um, he's beginning targets. He's not, been getting, he's not been getting there with the yards, but he's beginning in the end zone. Uh, he's like last two games, like seven targets, eight targets. Uh, like he's had, he's scored in each of the game. Um, he's he's literally one play away from you know catching a deep ball and scoring. Uh, if so, if he keeps getting the targets, especially down in the red zone where they've been using him more often, if you know, I, I don't mind it. Uh, it's kind of a if you aren't gonna if you're gonna fade cup, which again do at your own accord, uh, then you know go down to Odell at fifty eight hundred. And stacking with Stafford, I think it's it's not a terrible play. Now, is it is it? I mean, it's probably the most risky play on the slate if you're going to be doing that, uh, just because you know if he doesn't get there with you know the yards and touchdown, then he is it's a basically uh, you just wipe out your entire tournament. Uh, but I, I like that because uh, I think this is going to be a back and forth game. To be honest, uh, each defense is not the greatest. I mean. Rams defense is better than the 49ers defense and especially in the secondary in terms. Um, but it's not like the, the Rams defense has been all that great this entire year. So I, I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind like fully stacking this game. So um, I think there's plays here that you can separate. I think both from. quarterbacks are, are in play. Like, well, you don't want, you don't like Jimmy G. So no, well, I actually, so I think Lance still plays, but that, that's just my guess. I mean, I could be completely wrong. And if Jimmy G plays, then I won't play any Jimmy G. I would just play because, I mean, Jimmy G just doesn't have uh, Lance's upside um, with how much Lance can run the ball. Um, he even had a rushing touchdown call back, Lance did last week. Um, but, yeah, I'll even have some Stafford. Uh, like, obviously, if I'm playing Stafford, it's a double stack. It's, it's Cup and Odell, Cup and Higby. Odell and he, like it's it's two guys with the with Stafford and then um running it back it would be probably Debo I think I like him a little bit because yeah they do use Kittle a lot more with with Lance in there to block um but I think Michelle as a running back play is a, fun, a great play I mean with like it's his back but he plays like almost 100% of snaps and when you are in an offense a more high-powered offense like that you know you get like cup catching one right before the goal line. Like then Michelle pounds it in. Like those things happen all the time. Michelle's path to winning a slate is there every single week. So, I mean, I, 
I played him a ton last week, and I'm going to play him again this week. So him and Eli Mitchell are at the same exact price. Yeah, if Jimmy G is not 100% and he's still playing, that kind of likes makes me like Eli Mitchell a lot. I prefer Mich- Michelle quite quite a lot more. Just because of the matchup or what? Matchup plus Michelle catches more balls, um, and he doesn't have to worry about Debo vulturing maybe something at the goal line. Like it was the 49ers, if – especially if Lance is in there, he could run one in. They randomly will rotate like Jeff Wilson. Like they just have way more options. Uh, whereas, you know, exactly who's getting the ball on the Rams. Yeah. So that's, I, I like Michelle quite a bit. Um, yeah. Last game we have Seattle going into Arizona. Both these teams should be playing the whole game. Uh, Arizona's again, battling with LA for that the number one, the division and Seattle is just kind of, well, it's, you know, I guess playing spoiler also, it's just, you know, the last hurrah. Yeah. Last, yeah. like, I don't see why they, I, I just see them playing everyone here. Yeah. This, um, this has got my favorite stack of the week here. Um, this game a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I really like um, Kyler Murray and the, the amount of targets he's been giving to Zach Ertz. I think he has 38 oh, targets in the last three games. Um, and he's crazy. Only 5.3 K still. Um, so I like those two guys and then running it back. I think a lot of people are going to be on DK after his performance last week. So I'm more inclined to go to lock it here on the run back. Um, I think what well, we finally, finally got DK back. Finally. No, I was waiting. I was on it every week and finally <laughs> got it finally finally so the first time that i fade him yeah he did that I, that's why i couldn't i couldn't do that to myself because i knew like like D, dk like these games he's are... coming back yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but i i yeah. think i think in seattle like you've got a couple of teams where you've got two basically 1a and 1b guys and i'm just always more inclined to Go with the guy. I think less people are going to be on because I think both have yeah, similar rocket. And I actually I'm on, kind of on board with you there because yeah. I've been on Metcalf. He got there, and now I'm like I'm fine with going back to kind of I'll play Metcalf again for sure. But I do agree that I think I'll have more of Lockett. Yeah, I, I I've been banging the Lockett train or not banging the uh, the DK train this entire year because of what he's done, and of course he. Uh, he does what he does, and you know, he didn't even have a hundred yards, and he saw <laughs> he saw thirty points, ridiculous, three touchdowns. Um, so I think this can be, this probably is the game of the week in terms of scoring points uh, as well. Um, these two late afternoon games, uh, I think there's definitely a lot of players plays as well. Um, people will prime me on Penny again. Don't play. Pe- I'm gonna say don't play Penny. Um, I don't know. I think the the Cardinals have a better run defense, obviously, than the Lions. So everyone's yeah, gonna be looking crazy. At. His run though, 137 yards, 135 yards, and 170 yards. He scored five touchdowns also in that three game span. He's been all yeah. Like so, yeah. I mean, it's because Pete Carroll just doesn't didn't like him and doesn't like him still. They and had he's on this. the roster when they signed AP. Like, what are they doing? That's what I – nothing ever made sense with them. Like, it, it's, it never will, and that's why Carol's got to go. Yeah. So, I think this is the last, you know, the last song here, sung in uh, in Seattle. So, I'm going to be playing a lot of Seattle players. Um, I, I like, you know, Russ 
at 6,300, which is very odd for where he's been, especially what he did last week. I understand it's the Lions. And this is the Cardinals with better, better secondary. But, you know, they're going to go out on top. This is, in, this is an inside game, dome game. Um, obviously, Russ plays better at home, but, I mean, when there's no other elements involved, he should do pretty well. So, you know what? This might be a game where you, you can get really crazy and do Russ, Lockett, and Metcalf. I'm not even kidding. You know, I, 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 don't, I don't mind it. I still probably would rather do like a Russ Metcalf Everett or a Russ Lockett Everett. See, I, I, I only want to play Everett. I, I, I will. I won't have a lot of him, but I will have a little bit of him. See, it's I, I, so rare. It's just super rare that both Metcalf and Lockett have, have ceiling, ceiling games. No, I, I agree. I, I totally agree with your saying, but like, Again, this is, I think this is. You know is what like, I think it's okay with doing that in is like if you were playing like the $100 spy, for example, where there's like 4,400 people in there, you can get away with a Russ Lockett Metcalf because they don't need to hit their millimaker ceiling where like they're getting in like the 30s. Yeah. You could have Metcalf get like 30 and Lockett get like 21, where in the millimaker, that's not going to win you. It's not going to no. give you the first. But in it, only against fourth out, it's like the size of the field of the tournament matters when like doing stuff like that. So just like Mahomes, Tyreek, Kelsey doesn't ever really work in Millie Maker, but in like the spy, yeah. you can like get a single away entry. That. Like yeah, yes. yep. So, but I, I oh no, I love this game. I mean, I'm playing tons of Kyler. I'm playing tons of Russ. Um, I, I like I don't really like Penny this week. If Connor's out, I'm gonna like Edmonds a ton. Um playing lots of Metcalf Lockett, Christian Kirk, a little bit of AJ Green, and Ertz is my favorite tight end play of the whole slate. I mean, yeah. the dude is is averaging 10 targets in his last four games and has no like his touchdown regression or progression, I guess, is, is coming. And I love Ertz this week. I didn't think I'd say that in week 18 of this season because I do think he's out of his prime. But, I mean, if he's getting this type of work, it's it's hard to avoid. So, yeah, Ertz and, and probably Gronk's up there for some of my favorite tight end plays. But I think Ertz is still my favorite. Um, but, yeah, that, that wraps up uh, this slate. Now we'll go ahead and go through our conviction plays and then build a lineup. So let's go ahead. Uh, let me pull this up here. All right, we'll start out. Who who wants to go first with their quarterback conviction play of the week? Who's going to be in the Millie Maker winner? I mean, I hate to say it, but I mean, I think it's Josh Allen at Chalky. That is, I I, really? you know, I know he's I know he's cream of the cop, cream of the crop. But I I just he's perfect for what he's doing. Okay. Yeah, I think he could put up a 30-bagger pretty easy. Interesting. Well, I, Josh Allen, to be in the million maker, we need, like, possibly in the mid-30s. Because you have to always understand with these expensive guys, it's opportunity cost as well as them also hitting their points. Like, Josh Allen has to get that and, like, someone like uh, Sam Darnold, for example. If Sam Darnold gets, like, 26, it's probably more likely Darnold's in the winner than even yeah. Like you know, he's, I mean? he's done that six times this year, so lucky yeah. number seven. To, I mean, it's the Jets, you know. I get it. I get it. But yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with Kyler. I mean, you're at Kyler. Yeah. Man, I was kind of thinking about picking Kyler too. I mean, he's gracious. I like him a lot. 
Mm, but I really want to do Taysom. Well, since you went Kyler, if you didn't say Kyler, I was going to say Kyler, but I, I'm going to go Taysom then. I like Taysom a lot this week. Um, I'll go with Stafford. Uh, playing for something and uh, no secondary for the 49ers, so. He needs to figure it out, too, before the playoffs, man. He cannot yeah. three yeah, picks he needs, in the playoffs. He one of those get-right games or whatever. Yeah. All right. Uh, running back. Singletary. Probably my favorite play on the whole slate. Yeah. <laughs> Assuming um, James Conner is out, I like Chase Edmonds the best for 5800 bucks. Um. Corey, you have, I mean, is it JT? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want to say it because I'm, you went Josh Allen. JT. <laughs> I know. Corey, again, I have and to then, ask. And then Cooper Cup at wide receiver. Yeah, Corey, <laughs> let's see this lineup. I want to see what your lineup looks like starting out with JT yeah. and Josh Allen. I wonder um, who came up with the name Chalk Talk. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, Corey, I think you're playing Barrios again this week. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, well, I'm curious to see how that lineup looks, but I will put together the lineup right now. All right, um, I'm. I gotta think. I think Alex and I, because like I like Kyler a lot, and man, it's gonna be hard for me to get away from Singletary against the Jets as long as they say. Like, I, I just have to join you there. I love Singletary. Yeah, I love it. Um, so I'm going with Singletary. And I've always also said, I think running back is where you oftentimes like you, it's fine, like getting a, a higher own chalky play at that running <laughs> spot. I like getting different more in my like secondary receiver plays, tight end defense, awesome. where I pivot off of all the chalk and get different. Yeah. So I'm fine with getting my chalky piece and, and singletary. Um, next, we have receiver. Um, Give me Brandon I'm, Cooks. I like that. Were you, gonna pick, were you gonna pick Cooks, Corey? I was gonna pick Cooks. Oh wow! Um, you I'll join go, me. I go on the other side of the the ball there. I'll go AJ Brown. Um, then I'll take PBs. I'll take DJ Moore. Oh, you can't take mine. <laughs> I'm the only one talking about DJ Moore. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, uh, you no, I'll go. I'll, I'll go. I'll go Tyler Lockett. I like Lockett. Okay, I like I like Lockett a lot too. But yeah, it's DJ Moore. Yeah. <laughs> you don't talk about him at all. Yeah, he's my conviction play. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, tight end. Yeah, we Zach didn't really Ertz. talk about tight ends. Yeah, Zach Ertz is like. Uh, really talked yeah. about. I kind of like uh, Mook at four point six k. I mean Ben. Uh, Big Ben's obviously not Big Ben anymore, but. He throws Mooth the ball a decent amount, and that's like he has a lot of touchdowns somewhere. Yeah, a lot of touchdown upside. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we all we all talked about Hurts here. Just just getting so so many looks. Yeah, um, just because I mentioned him earlier. Uh, I mean, I'm not huge on the game, but Hunter Henry um, at 4K. I, I don't. I like him just for the pure volume that he gets and just like over the year not saying as of recently he hasn't been getting that but i think this is a spot where he can bounce back and get, get into the end zone here nick he said Ertz. Uh, oh. yeah i like Ertz. so 
I'm actually like Ertz and Gronk are definitely my favorite plays, but I do think I could see a lot of ownership coming on them. So I think they're fine for whatever in cash, but I think for like a conviction for like a off the chalk uh, tournament play, I think I'm going to go Cole Komet. It's kind of random, but I, I do. I just think Fields looks at him a lot and I think he does have touchdown equity and it's just, it just gets you different by paying down 3.4 K for a tight end. You're allowed to do some other things in your lineup, pay up for some more spots. So, but yeah, I mean, Ertz and Gronk are, are great plays. All right, let's go ahead and, and build our lineup and then we'll get out of here. All right. So who we, uh, who well, we we'll see, first let's get some of these like agreement plays where some of us were like, we're on the same stuff here. So Singletary. Yeah. So let's, let's throw Singletary in here. 6k. What else were some, like we all pretty much liked Ertz or Gronk. Which one do we just Ertz? Thank you. Thank you. Ertz, save some money. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Ertz. Um, I want to, I want to try and target this Seattle, Arizona. Yeah, yeah. So I think we're getting either, I mean, Alex and I both like Kyler. I like Kyler too. Okay. He's a my Millie Baker. Okay. So let's, and then, Thank so we're you. stacking him with, well, we already have that Ertz and Murray stack. We could get a second Cardinal in there. Like, either. I like, um, I like Chase Edmonds a lot, but I, like I think it's a little more. risky if James Conner plays. Yeah, and let's not, I'm not sure if I don't like want to Ertz, lineup, so. I'm not sure if Ertz and Edmonds are the best ones to put together. So yeah, I think you would rather you do Kirk or AJ Green. I think yeah, Kirk has been getting a lot of targets though. I mean, yeah. Like what is he? Nine, nine. Yeah. Yeah, he gets so many. Um so, yeah, I mean, if we do a, a double set, so we do need to get a Seattle guy. Is it Lockett? Are we going to Lockett this week? Yeah, I think you'll lock it this week. Yeah. I mean, now we're going to. All right, let's get a defense. Like, it, what, what, like, a maybe so we can get more salary here. Um, Let's start at the bottom and just start ruling things out. So, Lions, maybe. <laughs> uh, not, not if Rodgers is going to play a whole half. Yeah. If he wasn't, yeah, I'd play Lions against Jordan Love, but I go Bear, maybe Bears at Brown. So I would do Browns, but I think they're going to be one of the chalkiest defenses of the week. So I think we have to get off that. So uh, let's keep going up. I mean, the Giants against Washington, I don't mind, but keep going up. Maybe we can pay up more at defense. So. So far, the Giants are the only one down there that I um, think's okay. I mean, the Ravens, we know Big Ben can just have a horrible game. But, again, the Ravens' defense is yeah, like – Yeah, I don't want to All right, maybe we're paying up here because we know these defenses that are expensive are in amazing spots. All of yeah. all four of them up top. I like the Colts and the Saints the best. Uh, honestly, the Bills <laughs> against – I mean, oh, my gosh. That – I feel like to me it's it's the the Bills or the I think the Bills are the best. It's the Bills, Colts, or Bucks. I think. But no, no, we're playing. No, we're not playing. Uh, I I say Bills. Okay, and we get the Singletary correlation, and and, and and that's good because like 
for anyone playing Josh Allen, like if Bill will score a defensive touchdown and then Singletary is getting the other ones, then that's why Josh Allen doesn't get there. Yeah. But now, now we're here in a real pickle. No, we're not. Receivers. Receivers. Okay. Okay. So we could get. Who's the best cheap receiver? We haven't really talked about like a lower tier. I said, I I mentioned Deontay Harris against the old Falcons there. Too risky. I mean, talking about tournament here. He's only 30. See what that opens up. 33. Yeah. I mean, let's see what that opens up then for us. 6K. 6K for two more spots. No, JT. No, okay. JT, it would be we need an it's probably like another mid-range someone under eight. What about Foreman? Mitchell or Michelle? Foreman is 57. Yeah, I don't I mean I don't mind Foreman. That leaves us 63. We got these guys. Cooks. Cooks is right there at 63. Cooks. And it's a mini correlation with Foreman. Yeah. I don't mind it. I like it. Yeah. Send it. Feel good? Yeah. I like it. Very nice. All right. Well, that wraps up the final week of the season. We will be breaking down further slates when we get into the playoffs. Um, So we'll be doing that all the way through the Super Bowl. We're going to do a Super Bowl showdown breakdown too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. We're going to have plenty of time to talk about one game. Yeah, that'll be I'll, – I'll, I'll love – I can't – and player props and, and and national anthem props. Like, we're going to have <laughs> – um, so, all right. Hope you guys found some nuggets in this show, um, and we'll see you guys next week. If you have any teams in the playoffs or, I mean, the Saints, you know, we have the Colts playing for a spot here, but good luck. And, Go Browns. Uh, <laughs> Bear down, baby. <laughs> All right, see you guys.